0: a about, a podcast from the academic skills team at UWS. My name is Linda Riches and I'm one of the academic skills advisors at the university. So today we wanted to have a wee blether about some of the tools on Microsoft Office 365 and just to sort of make you aware of what's available for students, how you can get some help with a bit of training and also some of the features that us as a team use or quite like that we thought might be useful for you. So today I'm joined by my fellow academic skills, Advisor Ben Farrer. Hi, Ben. Hello. And Dr. Kevin Wilson. Hi, Kevin. Hi there. Um, And they're here to offer some advice and tips as well. And hopefully, this will just help you understand a little bit more about how you can get up to speed with um, Office 365. I should say, um, first of all, that is something that is available to all students at UWS so when you are at UWS you have access to that suite of tools so you have like Office and Excel and PowerPoint I think there's some other tools as well that you're able to use and actually if you go on to my day and you go on to technology at UWS there is actually a whole sort of suite of training there that you can actually sign up to which is really useful so we're not talking to you as technology trainers but what we are um, or we do have a bit of knowledge about are some of the little shortcuts and some of the little tips that we found that have been quite useful when we use Office 365. So I'll maybe kick off with um, Ben. Do you want to maybe just highlight a couple of things that I know that you quite like, some of the features in um, Word in particular and maybe just a couple of things that you think are useful for students to be aware of
1: yeah, I mean, I, I think the thing that that I often find with students is um, I don't think everybody's quite aware of how powerful a piece of software the office suite actually is, mm. and quite often what what I find, and, and one of the reasons why um, we're, we're doing this is because sometimes students end up looking for software to do certain things when actually it, you can do it in in Office. It, it will do things for you. So. Um, you know certain things like you know I think most people are aware that you know Word has a spell checker feature, Word has grammar checking features and that kind of thing, um, but it also has um, certain other things that you can that you can go through and you can experiment with. Um, so just right at the beginning, um, before you even open up a document, um, you have the opportunity to select from a variety of templates and that kind of thing that you can, uh, that you can select. So if you are writing a report for, for instance, and you're not hundred percent sure how to format a report, um, have a look and see if you can find a, a custom template for a report. Cause often that will have things like, you know, a chapter list and an opening page and all that kind of thing already set up for you. Um, you can also create custom ones of these. So if you'd open a word document and you have it formatted in a certain way. Um, If you save it as a template, it will give you a list of um, options to what you can save it as. If you save it as a template, you can keep it as your own template. So if you know that you have, um, you know, a particular sort of formatting that you need, like, you know, double spaced with the margins in a certain way and with a a title page and all that kind of thing, you can kind of set that up. And then when you come to write your essay, you don't need to do that every single time. Um, Because I know that sometimes half the battle is just getting the technology to work where you suddenly have an idea in your head and then, you know, you need to go on word and then you need to format it and you need to open the right file and all that kind of thing. So just streamlining things like that can be quite useful. Um, There's things like you can replace words in it. So sometimes you'll end up finding that, um, you know, say you want to, you've, you've been using like, um, say the World Health Organization, for instance, throughout your essay, and you suddenly think, oh, I should have abbreviated that rather than going through, you know, 12, 15 pages of essay and having to do it all manually, you can press control F, you can type in World Health Organization, it'll find all of the times that you've used it. And then you can, there'll be a little button that just says replace, and you could just replace that with WHO or something like that. Yes. Um, and then the other thing which I'd I, you know, we should probably mention, and I think a lot of people do it anyway, but please keep backups of your files and um, particularly <laughs> stuff like OneDrive, um, you know, is very, very good. There's also Google Drive. If you've got uh, Gmail, um, if you're old school, you can use a USB stick that also works, um, whatever it is, but do make sure that you keep backups of your files because, um, you know, the spine chilling heartbreak of realizing that the thing you've just spent the last five hours writing is gone is horrible ask me how i know um so just, so little things like that but i mean you know yeah we'll we'll talk about this throughout but i think the the key thing is you know play around with it it's got a lot more features than you might think um, and there are some very good things. The the uh, Oh, the final thing I meant to mention is um, on Microsoft 365, uh, particularly on Word, there is a tab at the top um, that says, tell me what you want to do. Um, this is great if you're really new to Word and, and I know some students have not particularly used the Office Suite very much. If you go on that, it'll ask you things like, do you want to make a table? Do you want to insert an image? Mm-hmm. Do you want to, even something as simple as, you know, do you want to change the font or something like that? And you can go through it and it's an easier way of finding what it is that you actually want to find. If you don't know what all of the buttons do, um, that's a very good place to start. That and the Microsoft instructional videos. So have a play around, but there are lots and lots of tools on Word to help you out.
0: Yeah, so it is worth taking a bit of time. I mean, I think, you know, we realise, obviously speaking to students who come from lots of different backgrounds and lots of, you know, different um, past experiences that they might be a bit frightened of, you know, using technology. They might have, I spoke to a student the other day who'd had real difficulties using technology and then she was not confident about using OneDrive and sort of having a chat through that and explaining to her how that was a good way for her to, you know, make sure that she could access her work easily from wherever she was. Um, You know, so it's, it's, I guess it's for students, it's about, you know, confidence and building up a bit of confidence. And I always say to students, you can't, you can't break it really. You can, you know, you can have a go, you know, but you can't really break the technology you might go off a little bit on the wrong track but you know it's usually okay kevin you were maybe going to highlight to us um one of the sort of quite nice features that sort of helps you to sort of read text out loud um i think that's in is that in word and office 365? Yeah, in
2: office 365 yeah and in word in office 365 there's the um, immersive reader uh, which is something that's that's going to Basically, just read your work back to you. Now, what I should say is, and this should, is that just to remember that when we, we're talking about three hundred and sixty-five, we're talking about the online version of, of Word, which you everybody's got access to. So, if you go on to your computer and you log in, or so you, you open up Word on the desktop, that's that's the version of Word you've got saved to your computer. You might be using an older computer, and you might look at it, and you might say, "Well, all these features are telling me about aren't here." You know. What, what you, what's happened there is you as said you've got an older version of Word and it's the 365 one which will have the most up to date version of it. That's the one where you go on online and use your uni login to log in, and that's where you will definitely get all these features. So you might have an up to date version on your computer, in which case, great. You you might have a lot of these functions, but if you look and they're not there, then you will definitely get them in the in the online version of it. And, and the benefit of of using the online version of Word is when you do save it, I think. When you save it, you're going to be saving it to your OneDrive as well. So you're not, it yeah. you, uh, will be making a, a backup copy kind of automatically and one that you can't then, you know, op, delete from your computer as easily or, or kind of lose. Yeah. And so, well,
0: yeah And once the, you get your head around the idea of OneDrive being there and, and things being uploaded to it, it's really handy actually. Yeah, I, I use definitely. OneDrive quite a lot.
2: And, it, you know, obviously it just means you can log, you can save something in your house. On your computer, and then you can go into uni and and open and, and log in a computer and open it up on that computer. You know, you, there's you know, I still like a memory stick again, but I think that oh, <laughs> well, you're you so old-fashioned. old-school. You know that used, that used to be cutting edges a memory stick, <laughs> That's right?
0: Uh,
2: but now it's all uh, the kids and their and their cloud drives. Out, but I mean, it does make more sense. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what I was going to say uh, um, was the the immersive reader. It's just something that reads. Read what you've written back to you, you know, and it, it sounds very simple, but the best way of, of, of spotting mistakes in your work is just to hear your work read aloud. You know, if a student comes to me with, uh, you know, a passage of writing, and in order to, to check how it sounds, I, I'm not going to sit and, and read it silently in my head. I'm going to read it aloud to them, and I'm not doing that for the students, benefit, I'm actually doing it in the first instance for my own, because we've always got a much better ear, grammar and clarity than we do an eye you know it's much easier to if something doesn't sound right it's usually it's usually because it's not or because there's an error in in the writing and you know one way of doing it is to read it to yourself but that is is still prone to mistakes and if you've if you spent a long time writing something or it's late at night you know it's easy to read kind of what you hope you wrote rather than what you actually did write and mm-hmm. um, the good thing about having software read it is it's, it's going to read it exactly as you know what you've got on the screen there and, and in that sense it's easier to spot if you've missed a word out or if, if something doesn't make sense now obviously we're not yet at the stage where the, the the readers sound like a person just talking naturally you know there is a kind of some kind of robotic element there of it, but mm. it's, it's the 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 voices are getting better. They're getting more natural, you know. Um, yeah, in was, a few years' time, we'll, we'll probably have stuff that's.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that. I think the technology is getting better all the time. So I know also on, um, Words and Office three six five, you have things like an editor. You know that's that's a bit more comprehensive than your spell check and there is a dictate where you just have a little microphone and you can dictate and i find if you use a headset with that you know it's fairly accurate and if yeah. you think back to a few years ago some of the accuracy of those kind of um, totally. bits of software was terrible but it's and definitely it, getting better all the time
2: and i mean this is the this is the thing about using microsoft 365 is because it's you're using an online version of it that can continually be updated, whereas yeah. the version that you've got on your computer is always going to, mm-hmm. you know, stay the same one. So, uh, they're, they're, you know, these types of uh, these aspects of the software are the things that these companies are now focused on a lot more, and they're becoming they're they're, they're becoming much more accurate. So, if you use it, you know, you might use it this month to the, the dictate software and think it was okay, and then use it in six months' time, and it, you might find it much more accurate. I mean, I know we're talking about. Um, Microsoft Office, but um, the the dictate option on, on a Google document is really good as well, and it's I tend yeah. to find it quite accurate, and you know it's it's quite precise in terms of
1: picking up your voice and have and even different uh, different accents and stuff like that. Yeah, I was and quite impressed worth, with that. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Sorry, and Ben it's, wor- it's worth saying that's coming from two people with Scottish accents. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's yeah.
0: a really good point, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah it's always the <laughs>
2: test. i well, let's see. <laughs> yes. uh, you think you're yeah. good? See how you deal with this
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, no, I could never get on with Alexa or anything like that. You'd just be like shouting at it. <laughs> but but you're right. You're absolutely right, Ben. Actually, especially the the Google Voice, I was impressed how accurate it was when I dictated. Um I definitely think having a microphone makes a difference.
1: Yeah, no, definitely, yeah,
0: definitely, yeah. yeah. But but it was pretty accurate.
1: Yeah. And as Kevin was saying, particularly with the with the grammar and the editor and that kind of thing. Um Listening out loud, you'll pick up different states because the spell checker is, is obviously, you know, it's good at spelling and it's good at sort of some grammary things, mm. but things that it's quite bad at are things that, um, where you have, so something like, you know, subject verb disagreement, where if you had a sentence like, the students learns or something like that. It won't realise that that doesn't sound right because to him, to, to the spell checker, it's like, well, students is a correct word and learns is a correct word. Mm. But actually, when we hear it out loud, it's like, no, there's something going on with the plural there that's not quite yeah. right. Um, so that's the kind of thing that you'll actually, it, when you hear it read out loud, you go, no, that doesn't sound right. And yet, that's actually the use of it because the spell checker probably won't notice that. So
2: it's good for sentences that go on too long as well. You know, they might be grammatically correct in terms of, you know, the constituent parts and stuff, but, you know, if it sounds like your your uh, computer voice is, 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 I mean, they're not going to be running out of breath, but, you know, if they're going on for that long that you've mm. lost the sense of what was the sentence started with, then the same thing's going to happen to your your reader, you know, so it's good for spotting, like you say, Ben. Um, yeah, and I
0: think I think our message probably would be just, just play around with things, try things, you know, and see what works for you. Um, you know there's no harm in just giving it a go and I think you know as we said at the start we're not technology trainers but we do have a bit of knowledge from the tools that we're using regularly and when we're doing one-to-one appointments with you if you've you know got issues with trying to get some of these features to work and you've maybe not quite sure where it is on the screen if we can talk you through that and just help you to sort of you know get a start on it then we're quite happy to do that in a one-to-one appointment um, mm. so remember you can book one-to-one appointment with us if you want to talk about anything academic skills related and if you've got any comments or any feedback on the podcast there's a topic you want us to talk about have we wee about then please drop us a line at skills at uws.ac.uk thanks for listening